Welcome back to Davi the Scapegoat. It's Davi, and I am here with two creatives that I've been waiting to hang out with for a long time. You guys listen to The Scapegoat. You know, every year I like to remind people, I know you're probably balls deep in this holiday hype, and you're feeling some kind of way, and you might want to reach out to some toxic people that maybe shouldn't be in your life right now, but the holidays are all in your brain making you feel like that. Don't do that. Just listen to this podcast and make new friends like <laughs> Leanna Adams and Christina Arjona. we got the writer, lead actress, and co-director and producer and the intimacy coordinator <laughs> of Christmas with Jerks, which is streaming now on Amazon, Apple TV, Vudu, and Tubi. Yeah, and now Freebie. Isn't that cool? And Google Play. And YouTube. Freebie. We're and everywhere. Yeah. You're everywhere. You look us up. You find us. Oh, my gosh. So tell me a little bit about yourselves, a little rundown, Leanna. Yeah, so I'm a writer, actor, filmmaker. From I've been living in Atlanta a long time, and just trying to get projects going for years. And this one, we I started working on last fall, just in a moment of of frustration, desperation, and I at some point knew I couldn't do it with my by myself. I needed a ride or die. I needed a partner to yeah. do this with. And Christina's an old friend. We've been making movies for years, and I told her about it. And she came on board. I don't know. Maybe she was on drugs. Like, I, <laughs> no one knows why. She said yes. <laughs> well, why? Why did you say yes? Well, it was this. So she originally was courting me as her intimacy coordinator because yeah. that's primarily what I do now. Um, I have been. I've been directing and doing first AD, which is kind of the scheduling and uh, running of shows or running of um, film, and then. Yeah, so she, so we got lunch. Well, yeah, and I was thinking, you know, maybe my buddy will come for two days and like help me kiss on someone <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> you know, because it's weird to be like, I'm gonna give you a little money yeah. and I'm gonna need to put my mouth on you. It you know? is weird so when you're casting boss. and yeah. you're like, okay, you're hot, you're great for the, okay, now we're going to make out, and then it's like, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I get consent when I cast you? And, yeah. and you said yes, and it's like, here's some money. It does feel weird. So I'm like, like that's why there are so many intimacy coordinators on set. Also, you guys make sure it's not awkward. So not only you make sure everybody feels safe, you also make sure it doesn't look bad, right? Right, <laughs> and that you have a breath mint. And you yes. know, I'm so worried about my breath at all times, regularly in yeah. life. I always have, I have every kind of like mint, Listerine, mouthwash. deodorant. I have, a, I have a little kiss kit. It's like a full of things. But yeah, so that that's how it started. And then when we were having this meeting, you were have you had another creative partner, but it was falling yeah. She, you know, she was she was going to go part time and do this with me, and then she was like, oh, I didn't go part time yet. Like it's just not the right timing. And you know, she's wonderful and a good friend. But I I just felt like okay, I, the, is this the universe saying maybe not now or mm -hmm. not? But I'm that day meeting up with Christine like gonna beg her to come to set for a couple days and I'm like let me tell you what I need and maybe you'll know the right person and I do think we well, got to tell people what you need if you're gonna do projects like this yes like, tell anyone and I so I tell her everything I need she gets really quiet and then she's like what about me and I mean it was like <laughs> the the sky turned green like the universe was on my side it, and I felt like for the very first time you know because I've been home like writing and figure you know trying to figure it out but I felt like I'm going to make a movie yes. now when she said that. <laughs> how, how long did you sit on that phrasing where you're like, how do I, how do I deliver? What about me? You know? <laughs> and you're looking in the mirror like, Christina, that's a little too eager. Well, and okay. she's like intimacy coordinated with the stars, like legit. Yeah. So I was like, she is too busy for me. She's mm. probably going to run off to another country and like help people do the sexy time. Like she did not help me for the time that I need, you know? Well, but that's the thing. Never assume. Yeah. Like, always yeah. ask questions. People I'm, are like, keep your, keep your career creativity and all your stuff private so people don't know and I'm like no. but how do you find like those 
those those soulmates like for the set you know like those people that you're gonna find and collaborate with and it goes so well except by asking questions and reaching out and talking to your friends yeah I mean because that was um because I have been working a ton and traveling and all this stuff but then this year so this was the beginning of 2023 so this was what like February Mm -hmm. of this year and I um suddenly all of my shows were postponing mm-hmm. and slowing down. And I was like, well, I was supposed to be in Korea, but now uh, I'm suddenly very free for about <laughs> two or three months. Got some people striking. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can actually do some creative work right now. And so it was it was a very quick um, thing. And because Leanne and I worked together almost like almost 10 years ago. Like we did like the 48 hour, those kind of competitions. We like came in, won the whole thing. And then we're like, bye. Um, and 48 hour competitions where you like, you like make a film in 48 hours. They give wow. you like write it, shoot it, edit it, like finish it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they give you like a, you draw out of a hat like a genre. Oh. And so we got like time travel, which is a great genre. And then they give you like a line, a character and a prop, prop. you have to mm-hmm. include. And then you write it like Friday night. You shoot it Saturday and you edit it Sunday and you put it in, oh, which is sickening. so cool. It's, it's like crazy. improv. For a film, people just yell out three things and then you go nuts yeah. for three days. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And so we had, we were up against, what, like 100 teams and we won the whole damn thing. Congrats. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. We went to, like, we got to go to L.A. We screened at the Chinese Theater. Like, went to, the, like, international finals. It was dope. Yeah. And then we are like, okay, cool. We did it. And then we kind of went different ways. Like, you went sketch comedy mm-hmm. and I went, like really queer films and yeah. like all of my like kind of indie stuff and then but we, we still always, did projects together here and there yeah we and always chatted. had friends and it was something for me too like I had had some frustrating collaborative experiences in the last couple of years of like mentoring people or trying to support people and then getting like pushed down mm-hmm. and pretending like I didn't help them and so I, I really did kind of put out in the energy too or in the my universe energy was like I really want a collaborative partner that I feel supported by and kind with and I'm like I want to get back into creative because I love the intimacy coordinator stuff that I do and getting to work on these incredible big sets but I like to create my own stuff I wanted to find somebody that I could feel empowered with and not just like stepped on yes (laughs) and um and then Leanna asked me that and I was like oh shit Here's the universe, and here's somebody that I have always loved, and even in the trenches, like, 48 hours of trenches, like, you're going fast. And for her to be so kind and lovely, I was like, oh, it was a very easy yes. Because uh, it was, yeah, it was, because I didn't, I went to the meeting, be like, oh, yeah, I got the intimacy stuff, I'm ready. And when she, as soon as she asked me that question, I was like, oh, I'm free, yeah. I love you, let's do this. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I didn't even have time to practice it in the and mirror. she had no <laughs> idea how hard it would be, the whole thing. <laughs> No idea what my year was the time be. commitment that we would have to get on the floor at points to like yeah. go to the ground. We did, yeah. We, during especially like the distribution phase, we've just like laid on the ground sometimes, and then we'll be like, "You still love me, right?" And I'm like, "Yes." It's just everything else that I hate. It's just so tiring. Well, it, and I think you found that person in that collaboration where you guys are going to change the way. People aren't going to be stepping on each other anymore because they're going to see the way women should be amplifying each other yeah. in the in all of these areas of work, and including film. Because there's so few lady directors out there. There's, there's so few of you. It's true. So, At one point in my career, this is only a few years ago, the only female director I've ever worked with was, was Christina on Tiny Things. And... 
that was it. I mean, and I'd worked on a lot of sets. I mean, yeah, and that was incredible to me that after all these years, this is one person and, and it was a free thing. And now with your powers combined, you guys can make amazing things happen. And we've seen it time and time again with ladies all over the globe. Christmas with Jerks. Really, really loved it. And uh, you and I were like cast in a project together and that got put on a hiatus and I was bummed out. I just got sad and watched a lot of uh, TV. Like I caught up on Bridgerton and all that other garbage. But you actually went and said during this hold period, I'm going to create. So you made Christmas with Jerks come out of what could be this like low point. You made that happen. Well, you know, I'd had a couple big close calls and I'm just like waiting for the gatekeepers to say yes. Like I'm, I'm visualizing it. I'm, I'm doing all the things. I'm feeling good. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm so, I still love that project that you're cast in and, you know, thought you were so perfect for it, but I couldn't get the yes from yeah. the universe. And I was so disappointed and sad and sitting at home and like, watching Christmas movies and scrubbing through to see the good parts. Yeah. And I'm like, what if I could just do what I like about these movies, but yeah. put my spin on it? Like so many of them bore me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like Pride and Prejudice 2005 is my porn. Oh. You know? Okay. Like, somehow I still haven't seen that oh man just scrub through to the to the a scenes okay you know? yeah. <laughs> okay take you about 15 minutes like Kira Knightley right and then oh, that yeah. guy from uh Secession I forget his oh, last isn't name. he in Secession because he's, oh, so, yeah. he's so good he's, he's such a dupe oh my god yeah I like the first few episodes hated him yeah. um he's um um Shiv's Right. partner uh-huh. right um hated him and then it's i don't remember what i think uh it was after their wedding like the next morning and he's like he's like drink if you haven't got a hymen anymore <laughs> and i lost my shit like i laughed about that for three days and my husband's like it's not that funny and i'm like no i love him now i don't know who's writing for this guy but they he won me over um so That's yeah i'm gonna have to check out Just... pride and prejudice little tangent there but we are definitely going to talk about gatekeeping you brought that up and giving yourself permission to do those things so and that's what you did this year is you went you were like strike be damned all of this yeah. i'm gonna make a little project because my heart's in it and you guys put so much heart in it I can tell yeah and I I just want to say you know giving yourself that permission it I wish I could say it happened once and then I was like yeah I'm gonna <laughs> do it but it really was every day yeah you're like I'm like I'm old as shit I'm no. tired you know this is the, <laughs> the bad part of your brain talking do you yeah, know what I mean and then you have to go no I'm doing it yeah. I'm doing it every day you have to do it I always told myself I'm not going to, because I watched it happen to my sisters and my mom where they would just go, can't pull that off. I'm too old. Can't yeah. wear that anymore. I'm too old. Can't say that. Can't do that. Can't, can't, no. can't. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm too old. I was like, I'll never be that person. And great. I'm starting to hear it. I know, but you got to <laughs> keep my head, saying no. no. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Get out of here. So it's like you're fighting in your brain with what you've been brought up to hear all the time. From all the women you respect, you know, you love them, you respect mm-hmm. them so much, but they allowed that to dampen their spirits, and you guys aren't going to let that happen. You guys are making cool stuff happen, and you're making 40-plus and sexually confident a, a thing. 
(laughs) (laughs) which it isn't in films. Like I was just watching something the other day and they were talking about uh, hitting the unfuckable age. Yes. And I think it was uh, Julie, uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus was Mm -hmm. like, I'm I I got to go late. She's like, usually you're unfuckable at this point. And for some reason, I got some extra allowances (laughs) for me. And she's like, but I'm finally reached that unfuckable age. And uh, someone's like, what's what do you mean unfuckable? And they're like, it's when you're. Tom Hanks's love interest one second and then you're playing Tom Hanks's mom and Forrest Gump the next second mm-hmm. you know like it was like within two years <laughs> that Sally Field was his love interest and then she was playing his wrinkly mom dying in the bed and I was like what the fuck Sally yes yeah. why'd you let them do that she needed the money but also that's just how it works for women in film yeah like once you show one wrinkle they're like Ugh, get out of here and I'm like are you kidding me? It's beautiful. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't respect like a Botox smoothed out person playing a mom yeah. that's not, can't move her face. She's got to get angry. You <laughs> yeah. telling me that woman has three kids? Absolutely not. Yeah. She hasn't seen, no, that woman doesn't know hardships. I can't, this isn't acceptable. But you guys are figuring out and I just think it's so cool. And you wrote a full feature. I've only written like a couple shorts and I can't imagine like sitting down, even with all the heart and love you have for a project and being able to focus for that long. So I guess that's my question. Like, you can do it. Did you, you fucking do, do that? Oh, man. I've been doing sketch comedy writing with Sketchworks for years. And, you know, I think anything, it just takes practice. And so I've been trying to write features for years. And... I think, you know, I have a writing group I meet every Tuesday night. We read 10-ish pages of everybody's work. And and just, you know, I love movies, and I've wanted to write movies for so long. So mm. I just keep at it. And then be flexible, right? Because I love a little bit raunchier. I mean, this is my bent, but sometimes you have to have the heart to yeah. to really tell a good story. To you know? go there. Like, definitely in our flashbacks, I, I went in the raunchier direction. <laughs> <laughs> and Christina's like, these are children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be a little sweeter here. It's oh. okay to not have a joke line all the time, Leanna. You know, it's well, okay I think to... It's, it's the, yeah, it's like there's so many great jokes in the film, but then, yeah, giving you the freedom sometimes to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like... They, you gotta Go trust there. the audience Just, will come with you. Like there's moments that you're like, yeah, you can be you can be honest about like again, especially in the holidays. Like not everybody's having a good time, and yeah. you might be dealing with grief, and you might be dealing with these elements. Like that is really human and really relatable. And so you don't have to always have a joke on it. You can be there, and then at the end of it, we can bring it back with a joke. You know, moving on to the next thing. But yeah, so that was like emotionally exposing for Leanna and some of this. I was like, you can let it breathe. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll still love you. Let it breathe. Yeah. See, when you first start dipping your toe into something and you feel like a little choked up, are you that person that's like, <laughs> oh, but oh, man. you know, like a <laughs> zinger, you got to get out of it and people need to make you, It's that's part of making sure you're surrounded by a comfortable, comforting team is like you get to that vulnerability and you're like, let me run away from it. But uh, and if you're with people that are going to judge you for it or they're going to say that joke is too raunchy or that's offensive when it's like not. But there may be, you know, I like to call her a uh, uh, white woman instead of Wonder Woman. It's always <laughs> it's always a white woman that's like coming into my comment section going, did you know? <laughs> like I posted a TikTok the other day playing didgeridoo and they're like, did you know women aren't allowed to play that? And that's really and I was like, I can see why because I'm terrible. <laughs> I saw that clip. I just was making jokes about it, and then they send me angry, sad faces, and I'm like, 
I'm waiting for the Australian indigenous person to come in here and tell me I'm wrong, but it's just a bunch of white women flying in with their little capes going, this is offensive. And I'm like, okay, I won't do it again. I'll just make didgeridoo noises with my mouth now. (laughs) I'm not allowed to touch it. So it's, it's constantly like getting in your head and then having to get out of it and surrounding yourself with a good team really helps in those moments because like you said there's just so much beauty that can come out of like letting those moments breathe yeah being vulnerable yeah totally and it it is hard for me so i think you gotta collaborate to make the better story yeah and and more influences tells a better story yeah yeah mine was i was a tangent of just i saw with the didgeridoo i saw the (laughs) one note that you had on the thing and i was like this is fantastic so for anybody who doesn't get the joke that's already a a frustrating moment yeah i was like it's my friend's birthday his favorite instrument is didgeridoo and it's not He's, he's so like he's in the video on a throne and he's like like, you're a fucking dumbass. And I'm like, shut up. And, like, and then I pull out a didgeridoo from behind the couch. And then my husband puts a, a music stand on the stage. And then I put a whole, like, book on there. And then I flip it open. And it's, like, a scale but with one big-ass note. Like, just one big, giant note. And then I'm like, Wah. Like, for the longest time. And then I'm like, wait, I fucked up. I got to start over at the beginning. And everybody's like, I heard someone in the audience go, this is highly unusual. (laughs) And I was like, and that's going to make me do it a third time if you fucking say that stuff. Because sometimes the people that are like, I'm uncomfortable. It's more fun making them uncomfortable. So I feel like there were a lot of moments in the film where some people would shy away from doing that shot or saying that thing and you were like, no, I'm going balls to the wall. Like, I'm going crazy with this. Commit to the bit. Yeah, Yeah. commit to the bit. All of it. And there was just so many little... There's a lot of visuals. Like, um, when you're making the promise and you're like, you know, promise, uh, cross my heart. (laughs) Shoot myself. So many visuals that I was like, I'm going to start doing that. I used And this was my thing in high school. (laughs) Friends. <laughs> I figured. I was like, where'd that come from? Because I'm going to have to, like, when somebody grabs my hand and says, stop it. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Leanna said it was cool. It's funny to me. Why are you guys being weird? But I guess people, when they see you, like, doing something that they're like, oh, sad, grief. Oh, we don't, we want to shy away from that. It's a jolly time, this Christmas time of year. But it's not for everyone. It's not. And you need to be vulnerable and open to those things. So, and you guys touch base on grief during the holidays and it's so sneaky like I was laughing my ass off throughout this entire film you guys need to go stream Christmas with jerks today and you will recognize some of the voices in there mm-hmm. uh, because Prisca has been on Davi the Scapegoat a number of times you'll remember that she sang my one star reviews <laughs> and yes that was like three different episodes because <laughs> there were many so like, but she her voice is in there like just doing little interludes all kinds of stuff and it's so fun and you're laughing, and then all of a sudden, the grief hits you. The dress. Mm. The dress in the closet. And then the story, I was like, you were telling that, and I felt like you were trying to murder my heart. You know know in Gremlins, when she's telling the story about her dad and the chimney? (laughs) And you're just like, oh my God, you're wrecking me right now. Why are you doing it? You did that to me. (laughs) That's a true story. Really? It, it's a little fictionalized, but it, my mom's a teacher, and that is a, it's based on a true story. Oh, so, so I could beautiful. see the 
It was an outfit, not a dress. But yeah. Yeah. Was, sorry. Yeah. No. No, no. In the real story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. In the real story, it was an outfit yeah. instead of a dress. And it, gave yeah. Whole, okay. And it, like, well, you guys will have to go watch the film to know what we're talking <laughs> about, but just to have your tissues ready, it's sneaky. What other mountains and hurdles did you have while making this? You know, I was telling you, like, when I started this, I was so frustrated, so, like, angry. So I decided, like, fuck it. I'm, I'm giving myself permission. I'm going to make my own thing. But I have $2, some gaff tape, and some chapstick. So, you know, what can we do with that? So I started, I got to put all my indie razzle dazzle in it. Like it's got to be so much, but such a small story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's largely two people in a big fun house. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it. So we wanted to make it that as exciting as it could be. Because I get bored by two, like two people just chatting and mulling over the world's issues. <laughs> Very few movies where it's like just two people, one setting right and we knew we were gonna have a set piece scene later and some other things but we write like how can we make this as jazzy as possible like how can we make her pain be as big as possible that's why I wanted her to be a former child star because I I, you know it was the time when a Christmas story Christmas was coming out yeah and my next door neighbor's mom loves Hallmark Christmas movies and she's like talking about Ralphie and she's like didn't age well and I'm like I think he's just a full-grown man like (laughs) you saw him as a child he was right like I wanted him he aged he wanted and tiny just fingers. Be, right. I'm like, what did just you very want from jarring this human? as an adult? Yeah. <laughs> so mean. Yeah. yeah. I just saw, like, yesterday, they were like, pictures of Jonathan Taylor Thomas when he's been oh, in yeah. hiding for 10 years. He looks terrible. Oh, they I'm say like, the meanest thing. What are like, we, you're living You're holding life. up this picture of him at, like, 10 years old. And I was, like, seven going, what a hottie. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. And now, like, I'm like, he still looks fine. He's cute. The sun's in his eyes. You guys just didn't get him in he a good angle. He did not know you were doing fair. that. It's just not fair. Well, and and see, I'd seen this tweet, and it was like, you know, Goldie Hawn and um, Kirstie Alley, R.I.P. And it's like they were the most beautiful women in the world. Mm-hmm. And look at them look now. What and this is these horrible long lens shots of them, like on the beach, having a good time, yeah. not knowing you're like behind a bush, taking this picture from Sorry. a thousand yards away. This it's happy maddening. As hell. You're telling me I could be happy as hell and, <laughs> and then be shamed. Like, yeah, be but shamed. They, they act like it's something that they did. It's like oh. <laughs> And then you're just like, no, it's fucking gravity. <laughs> it's happening to you while you talk all this shit. And yeah. you get the frowny face. It's, it's a circle of life. It's gravity. It She's just having a but, joyful but, time <laughs> at the beach and you're yeah. ruining it. But anyway, we shot this thing in eight days. And it's an eight-day countdown. And, Wait, for real? Yeah, yeah. And so biblical shit happened. Oh my we God. had a termite <laughs> outbreak the first day. Wait, on set. It happened. So, so, okay. So to to set the stage, we, so part of what Leanna also was very expertly in how she wrote this is that she had a house. Like her sister has a beautiful house that has been used in movies and then was willing to let us use it. I got her husband drunk last Thanksgiving and he said yes. Because I knew she would say yes. True story. Go ahead. And so, so we have this beautiful house. We're shooting it in like March. So we've gotten all our friends to give us all their Christmas decorations because nobody's using them. And we've spent like a week week or so making the house beautiful like ready to go day one we were like all right here it is everything's like all our little you know t's crossed all that our our upn our production manager calls us like an hour before and she's like hello um there are termites that have bloomed 
which is a thing. Oh, no, yeah, that happened to me once yeah. in a bad rental property. It yeah. just went, and it's this lovely house, and we're like, what are we doing? Is this safe? Yeah. Is the house going to cave in? So we what had I mean? to call an, an exterminator like an hour before we were going to start filming on our first day. And, and I'm like, is the universe up. saying nah at this point? Because, <laughs> like, some things have been paid for. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and so he came in and checked, and he's like, it seems like they have all bloomed. Um, and so, like, we were able to, like, kill the ones that were there. And then he's like, there's no structural damage. Like, you're safe to, you know, if I do this other thing, if there is anything, it'll it'll come out and you don't want that. And we're like, oh, okay. And I, so, I love that they call it bloomed, too, because it makes it sound so lovely. Yeah, and I'm it like, no, not. this ain't springtime. This is awful. <laughs> like, when I lived in that house, I was like, I had no idea there were termites. I just opened the door to the guest bathroom one day and was like nope and, like, oh, oh, it? and i'm like where were they before they got their wings yeah and they're like they're just like in the walls yeah yeah there was apparently like a big storm the night before and like a, there was some kind of flooding thing and they had been like in the basement or something and they Sick. just came through the air vent that's rude and it was terrifying. they didn't know how you had such a big day we're trying to make our, <laughs> trying to make our <laughs> movie and so we had like the exterminator came and then we had to like tell the whole crew and we're like like, okay, we have been like approved that it's structurally sound and let us know if you see a termite. But like but we never saw another one the whole rest uh-uh. of the shoot. But it was just the the full panic before we started. I would have like first. thrown a, just a shitload of nutcrackers in the one room and closed the door. Be like, you guys go nuts. go nuts, but leave us alone. We're trying to have pomegranate martinis out here with little Twizzler accessories. Uh so the Christmas like decor was amazing. Uh who who did you have any this part is, in that? I, you know, I helped corral stuff but this is Christina's so good with all visuals all the time and <laughs> it was a group of, and we yeah. had a really lovely uh, production designer and she came Delaney came in and Delaney O'Hara was, oh, her, was her first time like and but it was it was like the, the we took everything from the garage that was for this house because your sister also has a lot of Christmas decorations. We put a post out on Facebook like we asked all of our friends, you know, we asked people we're like, you ain't using your Christmas stuff right now. It's Again. March. And people came Remember out for us in all walks of life. Like, yeah. yeah, like we got Christmas trees. We got. Yeah, we got a cake that is the most beautiful thing in these cupcakes and just delivered to the house. Just, you know, an improviser friend of mine. And so it was like, yeah, versus how you would typically have a funding of a film of like one big producer or whatever gives you a bunch of money. It was us going to each of our friends and asking, like, will you make beautiful cakes? Will you make a cake? And like, can you sponsor a meal? And like all that. So it was really like our community. Brisco, can you give us a deep, deep discount? <laughs> deep, deep. <laughs> so deep. So deep. See, sometimes local art is like it takes a village situation. You just got to ask. It was yeah. quite yeah. a village. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that all came together. And then, yeah, so we just like we also had fun getting to set the house because your your sister was nice enough that we're like it's just gonna be Christmas in your house for like two weeks and they're like all right cool yeah and but so- we've lost all their Christmas lights I digress <laughs> they're angry about it I'm still looking for we're them figuring, that was the thing too of like all of the Christmas lights we got back really like, label each of them of like who did they come from and yeah a few were lost but we're you know we're getting them replaced yeah we're like if that's the worst like you know we're, it's not we can we can replace Christmas lights yeah something but- probably got left behind too right yeah be like, but we gave you. We gave you all kinds of odd pack of things. Twizzlers. Yeah, things you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah. Do you, do you want to say about your bagel bites? Oh, I did leave bagel <laughs> bites bagel in the bites. oven. And a month later, they discovered it. And my brother-in-law was like, you will come clean the oven right this second. And Not like burnt? There no. Was like mold. Mold. Oh, like no. it was the in, the entire oven was like this mint green. Like the whole thing. Because they're rich enough, they, they have that? two ovens. Oh. <laughs> and they didn't know. And we're like. You have not been using that oven. And so that was our bad that we Wait, forgot. how many months went by that these bagel bites were just I mean, over. it was a long time. It was like right? two months. The bagel bites Maybe bloomed. They bloomed. <laughs> they bloomed. They bloomed. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you will come clean these This bagels. second. <laughs> and we were like, that's fair. That's if that, uh, We forgot those. those you guys were just have been door dashing for months. And like, <laughs> you and your fancy extra oven. Oh, oh my God. So that was bad. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got free bagel bites. They can get over the lights. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so then, you know, we made our movie. We did the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and that's and where we, we had money to do that. And we were going to crowdfund for Post and get, you know, get it in festivals by November. And this was our big plan. And then we, you know, started talking to people and they're like, you know, this really isn't a festival film. You should just take it to the people who want to see it. But to do that, you need to get it ready and sell it by mid-August. Quick. Yeah. Real quick. So now our plan has to change. We need some more dollars, and we need someone to help us do this, like like one of the gatekeepers. Ooh. So mm. then we're like, we don't even know anybody. <laughs> so we got in touch with a sales agent who's like, okay, here's what you got. I love it. Here's what you got to do. Change the title. Take the fucks out and get the vibrator out. Oh, what? And That's we're the like, best part. We're like, what? Sir, get out of here. You do not understand our film. And then we, we do not feel good about this, but we're no. trying to figure out, is this the way to go? Like, is and, anybody else going to talk to it? And yeah. I, I heard on a podcast, this man, it's called Indie Film Hustle, that he's talking to a producer's rep. And the guy's like, yeah, send me your film. And he like gives his information. And, and they have this hour-long chat. I'm like, this guy knows his shit. Okay, I'm just going to reach out. Maybe we'll never hear back. And he's like, all right, send it when you got a director's cut. We sent it. He likes it. He likes the title. He thinks it's, he can see it. He's like, he gets it. What's yeah. not to like? Right. And how could you change the title when, like, it's all about the, Christmas Yeah. <laughs> like, it's throughout because yeah. she's a child star and was in a movie called Christmas with Jerks. And right. now this, yeah. Right. What? <laughs> he was like, it was really it's negative. negative. I think we uh, should, and we're like, the it's movie's a comedy. little not gonna, Isn't that fun? <laughs> See, that's happened to me too before. Is where uh, you have like a maybe dark sense of humor, yeah, um, that people love, and yeah. it gets you promotions and all kinds of things. And then all of a sudden, one person decides to start saying you're negative. Mm-hmm. And like, I would come in for a morning show, and it's six in the morning, and things would go wrong, and I would go, "What a day." <laughs> At 6 a.m., <laughs> it's a fucking joke. But they, the, my, you know, one of my like teammates is like, she's so negative. And I'm like, it's a fucking joke. And like, at one point, we were all laughing about that. And at some point, it just switched. And mm. I swear to God, it's because I got older. I swear. Mm. I swear I was like young and cute and it was fine. And then all of a sudden, one forehead wrinkle happened and they're all like, this bitch again. <laughs> Oh, Always so negative, so naggy, and, and like I don't know how you could watch the whole film, take in the whole thing, and at the end of it say mm, it's kind of negative. Yeah. It's not. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, it goes through all the emotions. We don't want that. We don't want art to make us feel all the things. Are you dumb? Like, I, and that's part of the gatekeeping is then you have to listen to the very wrong people that I are mean, just used right. to be. What if we right. had neutered our film like that? Yeah. What if we had said yes, yes, yes to we, all of that? Because you want to say yes to, to things yeah. and we, be flexible. We, we generally like went through and we're like, can we take the fucks out? And we were like trying and we're like, no. We got a visual fuck. No, we got like, look, <laughs> we have 
a cup that that's says right. fuck on it, and it is locally made, available <laughs> yes, at Garage Door. Get to Garage Door uh, Studio. <laughs> in Avondale Estates. <laughs> but yeah, we were like, this is our film. Like, this is our baby. And there's, there is an audience. I mean, there's an audience that loves Hallmark movies, and they're fun. But there is an audience that's like, I'm fucking sick of those, and I really want real Christmas experience and that's what we're trying to gauge to so it's like if we're too happy go lucky in our title then it's like well then you're probably attracting the wrong people that yeah. won't appreciate like what what I don't know how yeah. a little bit of raunchy do you think this person was just so used to the the like lifetime the hallmark yeah Christmas movies where it's like the message at the end is about togetherness and you're in this one you're like no it's about fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting you some dick. You know, and, <laughs> and the bait. Yeah. Because um, why not? Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, he usually sells to, like, to cable. And we're like, we mm. ain't going to be on cable. Yeah. You know, we could we could mm-hmm. adjust some stuff to make a cable version. But it's like, you know, like, it's like when Samuel Jackson's TV version is like. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah. No, so um, I watched Snakes on a Plane on TBS one time. And yep. it was just the funniest thing. He said, I want to, it's like these monkey flying snakes on this monkey flying plane. And I was like, really? So many other, things so many. Uh, no, okay. So. Like, All right. Yeah. So we could do a whole version where we say fudge every time. I mean, but that could be its own joy. But that's not like the film itself. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, but yeah, finally we found our producer rep who was like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, I yeah. get it. Like oh thank God yes. we don't have to like you know and it is it's it's scary when you don't have a lot of offers you're trying to start out so you're like we, we don't know nobody we don't yeah. know nobody and so for <laughs> us to like cold email this person and he gets it it opened a lot of doors and then we got a lot and of a lot of confidence a lot of confidence yeah start hearing those no's and thinking oh we have to change everything about our film like yeah starts making you want to change everything about yourself next right. time you're writing you're hitting a block because you're thinking of that guy who mm-hmm. has done everything the same way always possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's at least the way it worked in radios. You have these higher-ups that are like, this is the way it's always been done. We do not stray. Mm-hmm. The future's now. You yeah. need to get out of, like, you're pigeonholing yourself, uh, you're cornering all your employees, and you're just, like, stifling creativity by being that way. And it's like, I think something like this, especially in this day and age, I mean, it's been a weird year. It's a weird time. Mm-hmm. People aren't feeling very Christmassy right now. Mm-hmm. And we do want the message of togetherness and unity. Why can't that be about rubbing our bodies together? <laughs> right? Why can't the togetherness be Preach. skin on yeah. skin? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's also like sometimes you don't want to spend the holidays with your family. You want to just be left alone. With your and vibrator. this is with your vibrator. <laughs> yeah. I am totally, when I'm sad, I don't, I shut down. Yeah. I just have, I have to. Yeah. To do that. space and yeah, yeah, and sometimes you want to masturbate to feel better. Yeah, and that's that's just called coping. <laughs> that's self love, right that's there. Self love, and it's and it's been so funny to see how people like respond to that because they're not used to women getting to have that oh on, in film. Yeah, my you... favorite review from my cousin Kevin <laughs> my in Texas. <laughs> cousin Kevin, he texts my, me and my husband and says like, "How many times do you masturbate in this film? <laughs> it seems clinical." <laughs> Clinical. 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 And we, like, like I'm just rubbing it. Oh, I'm just rubbing it. And I said, sir. I um, never see both your hands on screen. I know, right? <laughs> Not <laughs> once. <laughs> Someone's always gone. <laughs> what we said is like, okay, this film takes place over eight days. Yeah. She has one interrupted masturbation and one successful mm-hmm. over eight days. Sir, that feels clinical to, to you. To the soundtrack of Robot Boy to by To the soundtrack Prisca. of Robot Aww. Boy. <laughs> 
So we were more concerned about him if he thought that is you clinical. You know what the ladies in your life are up to. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's why don't we ever get to see women having pleasure over eight days? Um, so, yeah, that that's how we felt. And uh, and Prisca does make the perfect soundtrack, oh, too. So when I wrote that, it was like a couple lines on a page. You yeah. know, like, and, and I even had a script doctor... Pat Verducci's brilliant. Like, tell me, like, you you have him dragging his ass up those stairs. And I'm like, yes, I'm adding that. But really, very, very few lines on the page. And then this is where Christina's visuals (laughs) and, like, knowing people in the community, she's like, there's this song by Prisca. You got to listen to it. This is what I see. They're here. Then we see this. And when we see that, and then the door flies open and he's shirtless (laughs) and there's smoke and then this and then the beat, you know. And it's time became so well. And And I was like, it's happening. (laughs) It's happening. Like that was yeah, because for me again, it's like my intimacy coordinator brain. I was like, I like sucked into any kind of the sexuality and the intimacy, and I immediately tend to think of it with music. And I love like kind of like how do you bring the life out of it? And I've been a fan of Prisca for years, and like she used to be friends with my old roommate, and she'd come over, and her music, I was like, this this bitch is fantastic and hilarious. And hilarious. hilarious. Her voice makes people howl. We screened at the Terra this summer, Christmas in July, like just private screening for cast and crew. And Prisca's voice, I mean, people was the eight days laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it just got better and better and better. And, like, we thought it was funny. But, you know, you see the same things over and over. You start to go, is it funny still? Yes, Because I laughed 150 <laughs> times, but I don't know. I don't know. She's just, like, a sleeper comedian. Oh I don't my know God. where it comes from. Her voice from. is hilarious. It's fantastic. So, th- throughout the film there, you are doing, like, eight days till Christmas, seven days till Christmas. But you have Prisca going. Singing it. Like, singing, she, like, riffing. And she riffing, feels more drumming. Ad-libbing. Like, uh, she does start to get more drunk as it gets closer to Christmas sounding. And then she's doing like those runs where she's like, hey, days till Christmas. Oh, yeah. And then like my favorite is at the beginning. I mean, this won't ruin anything because it's the most relatable fucking thing ever. When your phone is dead and you died. Like you yes. lit it. That's one of my favorite points when you see that your phone got run over and then you just die in the street for a second you're like no why how and then then you got to get into the house but you don't know how because you don't you don't have your phone anymore so how do you get in there and it's a little song that prisk is singing while you're trying to figure out how to get how to get in the house and she's like check the gnome you know and she's (laughs) singing all of these things and i was like this is so well done like it was so great how all you guys came together oh my gosh she we had said we had said what song we could use you got to use old ones that are royalty free you got to go back like x number of years but brisk is like okay i cut a version see what you think and we were crying (laughs) laughing at it it was so good and you did some vocals on hell of a holiday holiday. yeah so it was like uh yeah, so we brought Prisca because I because I was just asking Prisca. I was like, I must have Robot Boy in this movie, and especially for this scene. And I like reached out to Prisca. I was like, Could we maybe have it? And she was like, Oh my god, yeah. And she's like, You know, I also compose. And we're like, We would love you to be on this. So she did all of this incredible work. And then our uh, editor May Manning did. Uh, you know, she put in some temp music while we're figuring stuff out. And we had this one song that we like fell in love with. Like that was punk, temp music. Punk, yeah. yeah. And so we were trying to get the licensing for it for this like four minute montage. And it was just like, I'm sending email after email trying to find who to get the licensing from. Finally find them. And they're like, 10 grand. And so we're, we're like, like oh. nope. 
So, and it was like panic, like last minute and like Prisca was moving and all these things. So we ended up having another friend of ours uh, was able to come in and help um, finish some of the songs. And it was uh, Jessica Maria, who's a, like a musical theater. Um, oh, yeah. Kind of, I know her. Yeah, she's I've worked with her. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's fantastic. Yeah. And so I was like, we are panicking. We need this. And then the distributor. A four minute a song. A four minute song no in joke. like less than a week. And um, she's like, all right. And she just like wrote it, and then um, we then I sang it, and this other really great local um, performer, Jordan Patrick, sang the male vocals on it, and we sh- put that shit out, and it was really fun. But it was it was like so much making of the music. The music is such a big part of the film, and like, but it is a pain in the ass that you like. We had to figure out which songs are public domain that we could re-record. So like yeah, it's not your favorite. Not you not your favorites. I mean? So like yeah. Prisca did that up on the housetop, and we did you could yep. change of our you know lyrics and stuff, and then we did like Jingle Bells and all this stuff. Silent like, Night. Silent Night, and then the we did a. Um, there's one part where it has to be really irritating music, and so we were like, well, who do, we don't want to shit on anybody. Like, yeah. how do we do that? And I was like, oh, what if it's like a chipmunk version of something, and like which is pretty annoying. Which is really annoying. I, we loved it as kids. Yeah, loved but it. now I'm like, why? Yeah, <laughs> and I have this on a right? loop, and we're like, "What's a weird song to do as a chipmunk?" And we were like, "God rest you, merry gentlemen." <laughs> You're <laughs> right. I forgot. I was like, "What a choice! What's a choice?" I love it though. So weird. Yeah, and like my family friend, like the little Nicholas Futures, came in and sang it, and he's a beautiful singer. He sang like, "Oh, holy now all these other ones." And we're like, "We are also going to have you be a chipmunk," and he was like, "I'm thrilled." I'm and, so excited. And it was just yeah, because the lyrics are very dark, really, yeah. in that whole song. It's so. Yeah, so we have a full version of uh, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen as a chipmunk. Dropping on the soundtrack soon. Um, Yeah, so we are going to do in a soundtrack. Can't wait. That's going to be on my Spotify favorites for sure. (laughs) All of them were so good. And this is just inspiring me Like as a woman. I'm like, okay, I've been that person, uh, and my husband's yelled at me so many times, but like, let's say I go to Target, let's say hypothetically I'm at Target, and I want the bookshelf that's on the top shelf. And I shimmy a cart up <laughs> to the thing, and I crawl into the cart, and I try to get the 80-pound bookshelf Uh-oh. off of the top shelf, but the cart is on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. And then, whoop, and I land, and I break my ass, you know? Like, so, and my husband's like, why don't you just ask for help? There's people in little red vests everywhere <laughs> yeah. that want to help you. And I'm like, I don't know. Why don't we ask for help? But... You guys did that multiple yeah. times, and it you made hard. a whole movie by doing it. It's yeah. hard. Every you, ask you get, is hard. It gets easier, but it's still sometimes you feel bad. I, I mean, if that's your personality. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. Yeah. Like it is yours. It is mine, too. Because um, you're like, how can I ever repay you? But you... You will. They'll, but you're going to try. You know yeah. you're going to try. Yeah. And, and, and that's even like right now, like with the film out. We're like, please watch it. I feel like even just it. asking. Yeah, asking for like reviews on Rotten Tomatoes is so helpful for us. Like IMDb and all this stuff. And we're like, I'm sorry. I'm yet again asking for your support. <laughs> yet again. And it's so hard. Um, but yeah, like, so, but but people do want to help. And it, it is yeah. it's scary to put yourself out there. And it's scary to put your baby out there. But yeah, it, if you do it, they will respond. They will. They will show up for you. <laughs> but back to the music. I it, it was for me because just I'm I'm on the page and I'm visualizing the world. But I loved hearing the music and and seeing that come together. And so Christina and I have been talking about our next project that we want to do, which is similar in scope. We want to do it at the Plaza Theater. Oh, 
and we've been it's a vampire dark comedy oh really and am i supposed to be haunted i've always wanted to spend the night there yeah Yeah. Yeah. totally and it's and it's so visually delicious oh it is and and we want to you know it's going to be through 80 years of time it's this vampire trapped in the plaza and i mean for me it's it's a lot about like mental illness and overcoming negativity mm-hmm. but really it's a buddy comedy oh. with some good deaths you know what I mean because I love a sexy vampire movie yes so we, you know Christina and I have just been chatting about well we're going to put more time into this once we get through the hump of Christmas with jerks but listen to this song by Blair Cremens that I think has to be in it I'm, I'm dead serious oh which one the, can you guess which one? Is it the one from this podcast? Yeah. Demon Like Me is really good. It's Isn't fantastic. It good? It's yeah. such a so vibe. Good. And like, I, I have been um I have been a fan of Blair for over like ten years. Like i I was a like shitty little kid in Alabama and like what? I, I was like a swing dance kid and he he came to play I don't know if you were if you were like dancing with him at this point but it was maybe it was Opalaka Alabama yeah. way and there was like a swing dance club and he came and played in like 2010 yes yes yeah and I remember I was like in the dancers and all this I was like this is incredible oh that was early days for us too early. but it was so fascinating like I just thought I would I went to a lot of local shows, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And people stand there, hands in the pockets, trying to look unimpressed. Yeah. And that's how they show the band that they're really impressed and happy to be there <laughs> is by looking totally unimpressed. And I'm like, did you like up your dose of Lexapro? Why you feel nothing yeah. when so much awesomeness is happening? But then he's, I go to his shows and everybody, like even if you're not, a swing dancer, you'd still be like watching someone do it. You'd be like, I have to do this with my feet right now because there's just something about it. And it was it was just so fun to watch the like the joy hit their ears and them allow it to hit their body and make (laughs) movements. I was like, you know what your band is doing to people? It's making them not pretentious anymore. And that makes me so happy. Oh, it was so fun because, yeah, because most of the places where I would get to swing dance, it was always just a recording. You know, there wasn't a lot of like people live and it's all like, you know, it can be a little chipper or whatever. But that was like the first album that was really dark. And like, and I was like, this is sexy as hell. And I was like, then I went up afterwards like, I'm going to buy my CD. Like I, so I still have my like OG CD from that and I listen to that all the time so I was like been a fan for a really long time and I think at one point uh like I saw Blair was at my yoga studio. We were in the same yoga class, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's Blair Crimmins in my yoga class." And then he was just like really nice, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I've been listening to him for like ten yeah. years, and, and he's just a really nice human. I had no idea. So we all went to Prisca's going away party because she got a huge job in Ohio and moved up there this year, and we were all going to celebrate her at her place and uh, do some karaoke and just hang out and. Uh, and that's where I met Christina, and yeah. I did not know that you and Blair like knew each other that lot. That's awesome. I mean, he didn't. He doesn't know me that well, but yeah. I was well, just he, like a fan. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, so I've I've loved that album for so long, and so then that song always stuck out to me. And then and then when your podcast started, I was like, hell yeah, that's, that's a, a song. Cool that's a good song. Um, so yeah, it is funny that I, I um, we haven't talked to Blair about this yet, but he will find I out mean, now. Hey, we're um, manifesting right now. <laughs> do you know that? This is actively asking. For help, but yeah, but I've been listening I'm to that. Make them do it. You okay. have to ask for what you want. Ask for what you, you want. And the worst that can happen is a no. Yeah. Yeah. But as we've been developing our next script, that's the album that I've been so listening, I've been listening to. to. Oh, man. So I'm trying to make some edits. Yeah. It's good. It's the musical great. stylings of Blair Crimmins. That was his for it's the very like dark New Orleans bayou yeah. sounding, like like cryptic one. And that's it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has one that's more like 
more swing dancey, more love songs, mm-hmm. more peppy. That's after you met me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I, I I still love that album. I'm like. It's so it's fun. It's just such a vibe. So yeah, that's the same. I think about all of our intimacy scenes because that's the the uh, sexy scene in that movie, and I was like, we gotta get this song to play over yeah. it. So so yeah, that's I love using music to help develop these scripts and add the humanity to it. And and there's so it many just local, elevates it, man. It yeah, really does. And, and like sometimes you can get bogged down by like, oh, this music's too expensive or da da da. And it's like there's so many incredible local artists. Yes. That if you listen to their music, you will find that vibe. In it, so it makes it much more accessible to or they can just make it for you yeah like if they don't already own that like Prisca yeah be like, it's so I beautiful to see her do words. that yeah. yeah and she'll make it happen <laughs> it was like us with our, our, our review we were we <laughs> had we we feel like we've made it because we got our first uh anonymous half star review oh, on Rotten you? Tomatoes and we asked Prisca I was like would you I know you did that for Davi um, <laughs> you sang it for her because we did a whole post about it we're like we made it we got our first hater and I was like would you maybe a sing a version of our half star review and she knocked it out like in a day she's like yeah absolutely oh, so let's funny. listen to it I have it right here <laughs> Christmas with jerks reviews on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> Everybody seems to say nice things except for one internet troll. They said there's absolutely no way all these glowing reviews are legit. <laughs> this is an awful low budget movie complete with bad acting, lousy music, and a horrible script. These internet trolls, internet trolls, internet. Prisca does is say one more time, eight times. Uh, one more time. Three and more times. And again. No, no, <laughs> that was incredible. But also, oh. why do they always say there's no way all of these good reviews are real? Uh, right? Like, just because I'm a fucking asshole. Just because you don't like and that's I, someone we personally offended. We, we must have. Because it's like, you they can They accused say... us of being poor. <laughs> like, they're like, that's a low budget. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Doy. And you can come for us, but don't come for our don't music. Don't come for the music. Yeah. music is fantastic. Like, Acting's lousy, script sucks. <laughs> fine. Okay. Okay, but the music is not lousy. I was shocked and alarmed. I wish I had the cameras on today, but we have a weird buzzing feedback thing with him. But, like, that's upsetting because he named, like, the best things about the movie to say it was the worst. What the fuck is, what did he watch? I don't know. But he was the only one who didn't put his name on it. And we're like, well, oh, that's very convenient. That's yeah, like, we're calling it a he, but yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's true. They, whoever yeah, they are. amoeba in the world. Did but, they even yeah. have a profile picture? No. My favorite is when it's, like, a baby. Oh, <laughs> like they always put their children's oh, as their pro, their and default, they and bring then they're them out there it. like, "Fuck you! You sound like a Yorkie in the microwave, you stupid cunt!" And I'm like, "Why? Why is your toddler?" Now associated with yeah, this. this is 
wrong. Like, it looks like that baby's saying that to me. I don't know how to feel. I want to attack your looks, but, but it's just a baby. a baby, and I'm not going to make fun of the sweet baby. I'm not a monster. It's terrible. I don't know why they do that. And, of course, he didn't put freaking anonymous yeah. internet trolls. They really do need friends. They do. Thank you, Prisca. Yeah, Thank right? you, I feel like that could be its own song. Yeah. <laughs> She's so talented. She yeah, really she's is. Goddamn talented. I, th- that's how you know he's freaking wrong, is he said the music's bad. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, that's, that's how we're like, we must have personally offended this, this yeah. person, whoever they And I wonder with what. It probably was like just like, oh, there's a woman enjoying herself <sighs> and in charge of her body. The man isn't saving the damsel. You know, he's, yeah. he's a little busted up. He's yeah. got a knee yeah. issue. Like, so it's showing... A guy in a vulnerable place that's also like really sweet and understanding, and then uh, holiday grief and all of these things together. And he's just sitting there going, I feel emasculated <laughs> by this because I like to see myself as that stunt man, yeah. Ace Strong. <laughs> Which I'm like, isn't that a bandage? Is, it, is that literally a bandage? Is that a brand? A bandage. I think it might be. No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's probably true. Best stuntman name I've ever heard. A strong. Uh, uh, and then he's like aware of it. He's like, yeah, it's on the nose. I know what I did. <laughs> it's so it's so great. You know, you made it when you've got people saying all of these good reviews are bullshit. Mine matters, and mine is that everything is bad. <laughs> it's like you can't even just like let other people have their joy. It's like, no, your joy is wrong. I'm gonna tell you it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's not valid. It's fake. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's so that's so good. Were there any like moments as the intimacy coordinator where you were like, whoop, <laughs> like, let's take this back and fix it? Did anything happen? Or you guys were just planning ahead everything? You saw every possible. Well, yeah. I mean, like for this one, there's not a lot of I mean, there's some master simulated masturbation elements, but there's not a lot that you see on mm-hmm. camera. Um, there's not it's nudity. Tasteful. It's, it's tasteful. Very tasteful. There's some sensual cookie moving that has some <laughs> that's implications. Right. Um, and then like Prisca like sings along to it, but which makes it more erotic it's than it was. Funnier, I mean, right? The music yeah. sometimes can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, whoa. Yeah, and so I mean, for me, like we always talk through everything ahead of time. That's part of like the intimacy coordinator job is that we're really clear ahead of the day of what the expectations are, what the you know what we're doing, what we're not doing, what we're touching, what we're not touching so that it's all really clear ahead of time. And then Tyler Buckingham, who plays Ace, he's also actually is a stunt coordinator. I figured. And so, yeah. (laughs) So, and I've known him in that world a lot. He's been a friend of mine for years. And so it was very easy to be like, these are the boundaries, these are not. And he's like, yep, he's very used to it. And so, um, yeah, so for Leanna, I think you were nervous about shifting from the director brain or the lead actor brain to... The intimacy elements. Now I'm going to kiss on you. (laughs) (laughs) Flying in. Coming in with my mouth. (laughs) Because that like You have cut. Uh, Do I have your consent? Okay, action. (laughs) Touch his shoulder. (laughs) Okay, cut. Can I put my tongue on your tongue? Okay, action. Action. Yeah. Okay, so we have a hot tub scene. And afterwards we fall. And this was, you know, it was kind of intimate, though. you got to be, like, straddling and falling back into yeah. the shot. And I, like, definitely 
like gave him one in the balls one time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Christmas with jerks. And but my favorite thing about that is in post we added a tiny little fart sound. <laughs> what? To, what? To help the, with the no, balls. No, was it? It was in. It, they took it out because the chair makes a fart sound oh, when you yeah, fall. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. then one of the edits they took it out and I was like, you put that fart sound back. <laughs> okay, is it in or is it, it not? Because I'm going to watch then. it again it today. It's tiny. It's, it's tiny. tiny. <laughs> but yeah, there's a few like little sound cues like that that I'm like, you keep that. That is hilarious. That That's a yeah. little gem for anybody that hears it. There's like a point where the, the like little mittens have like a squeaky sound. Like there are things that were like, we will keep that because that, that yeah. is delightful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, your little oven mitts because you're making cookies and yeah. then he has a little fall down and you go to help him and it's like, and like it's yeah. like a dog yeah. toy noise all of a sudden and he's like, get off me. <laughs> Don't touch me. So good, man. Uh, I, I love that. And now I'm going to go listen for a fart sound today. That's That's all my list of things to do. Good, good. It's important. <laughs> As we should, because we should all be streaming this a lot. It's a great movie. Yeah. Keep streaming it. Amazon, Apple TV, Voodoo, Tubi, Freebie. There's those people that are making it happen from nothing, and they're just using the community that they have. So make sure you stream this and support that so they can continue to make these kind of art projects and amazing things happen for us. And this Christmas is about togetherness, but in a naked way. <laughs> that's right. So that's the lesson this year. Christmas with you.